Hello everyone and welcome to State of the Realm, your weekly Final Fantasy XIV podcast. This week we have something to talk about. We have an interview to go over some things to look forward to in 4.2, as well as the unofficial census, the latest one from Lucky Boncho, going over the population trends in Final Fantasy XIV currently, which is always fun to follow, especially during these lull patches like we talked about last week. However, uh, before we can do that, let's do introductions. I'm one of your hosts, Michael, Mr. Happy Poveromo. Of course, joining me is Sly, aka Sly the Fox, aka Sly, aka Gray Fox, aka you, my boy Blue. How you doing? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? How was your your venture into the um, the Great White North? I went to Canada, home of the yeah. tree and land of the A. Hey. So you want to? So I guess I could talk about that real quick. I went to an event called Kupokan this last weekend. She didn't. Yeah, it was uh, it was fun. There was a Distant Worlds concert on Saturday, and then Sunday was Kupokan. And Adam Crowsdale, the voice for Ignis, was there. John Campling, the motion cap for King Regis and Arden was there. And also apparently a Death Eater from uh, Deadly Hollows Part 1. I didn't know that. He's the Death Eater mm. that stops the train in the first movie. Which is not a major role, but he's still him. You know, he's he got some screen time. And uh, Liam Mulvey, who did the motion cap and voice acting for Libertus. They were all there. And it was a good time. Uh, were there any new recipes? You know, listen, I, I was talking to him, and then, like, a line of people formed to take a picture, and I think every single person asked him to do a video of him saying it. Every single person asked, hey, can, can you just say, can you just say, I've come up with a new recipe real quick? It's like, well, don't even say, can you do it? Just be like, well, you did it for them, so. <laughs> I think, can you do it for me, too? At the very least, I've come up with a new recipe. Said it a million times. <laughs> really nice guys, though. All three of them. Yeah. Um, and the event itself was great. I got to see Tequila. I got to see your friends Anthony and Amanda. I got to meet a bunch of people. Uh, here, I have, I, have, I have something to show you. Look at this. So, uh, if you're in my chat, name Harutaru has something called uh, Imag- Imaginated Pixel, which is mm-hmm. here. I'm going to do, do a little plug right there at imaginated pixel and they made they made coasters for me of my emotes Ooh, look at that that's mel that is amazing that's mel for i'm showing them so you can't you can barely see it because you have a different uh, camera. i saw them i okay. saw them then you have hap a which is a lot like what my hair actually looks like right now you have hap joy and then hold on i'm using the coaster currently i'm using of course my the best hap the best coaster would have of to course. be hap coffee right there so, and that's uh, a good question. Did you did you get more syrup? No, actually, Mel told me to stop at the duty free store and get some on the way back. But I just, mm-hmm. I was like, honestly, I'm so tired. I just kind of, I just don't want to. So, so no syrup. No, I did no not whiskey, get. I no did nothing. not get more syrup. No, no new recipes. No anything. I did, however, meet somebody else on the way back. Yeah, she told me about this. Yes, uh, apparently, uh, comedian Russell Peters was on my flight. And uh, I heard people talking to someone behind me, like, oh, I'm a big fan of your work. Hey, do you remember me? We met. And I was like, who's standing behind? And I said this out loud. I was like, holy shit, it's Russell Peters. <laughs> and he heard me say it, too. And he heard it. Yeah. yeah he was a funny guy. He took a, uh, we took a picture. And uh, after the fight, he found me. And we talked for like 10, 15 minutes. I forgot his family. I knew his family lived in Toronto. I forgot he lived in Los mm-hmm. Angeles. So he was flying from Toronto to Los Angeles, so probably visiting family to going home for mm-hmm. whatever so yeah. 
that was uh it was a, a good way to cap off the weekend after a fun little convention uh they've got a bunch of other ones coming up i know they have one in vancouver i know they have one in birmingham one in london coming up for kupocon so uh if you're interested it's a fun little one day convention where there's all kinds of merchandise like these kind of things that you will never see in a square enix store because it's made by like you know people who do like personal or internet or online internet stores and stuff lots mm-hmm. of cosplay and then uh alcohol in the evening <laughs> was there there was a... not a burlesque show god damn it there was improv and trivia uh, and i told the improv people i was like wow this is much more this is this is like a much nicer program that you guys have here and like what what did I, you I have love the fact what did you have back in new fact. jersey <laughs> I love the fact that you knew exactly what I was about. To of course. Ask. What What else? Sly, you're the one who was telling me to go to Hooters all last week. And of course, I know you're asking about the burlesque show. But I told the improv mm-hmm. people, they were, they, I was like, your thing is much easier to be a part of than the thing that was at the New Jersey one. And one of the uh, women who was running it, Esther, uh, she asked me, well, what, what was the New Jersey one? And I said, oh, we had a burlesque show. She was like, that's not that kind of improv. <laughs> I was like, I'm not saying it should be. <laughs> yeah. And I'd say the cosplay to people attending ratio is like 40% of the people there were dressed up. Like a huge okay. portion of people. Most of them characters from 15, I'd say. A few clouds in yeah. there, but mostly Final Fantasy 15. A few white mages from 14, stuff like that. But it was a good time. And if you're in those areas, London, Birmingham, Vancouver, I check out their website and see if it's something you'd be interested in attending. Especially if it happens right around a Distant Worlds concert like this one and the one in New Jersey did. Mm. Go back to New Jersey in two weeks, too, Sly. Mother's birthday. Yes, you do. Gonna go visit her for her birthday. I haven't seen her since January. When I went to the last KupoCon, actually. I was in New Jersey. Aww. That was the last time I saw her. So, gonna do Aww. that. But I didn't go to Hooters, thankfully. I got real food while I was there. And I'm very grateful for it. We're not going to have this argument about how Hooters. No, is no, no. We won't have an argument. There's no argument. I'm just stating a fact. That's all there is. Okay. All right. So okay. now that now that we've covered how my weekend was and slide, you didn't do anything interesting, so we're not going to ask you about yours. No. <laughs> just not even going to ask you about your weekend. Uh, let's talk about some stuff. So I, we were hoping to have the Kenji Sudo interview that I mentioned last week on for this week. I found it. It will not be. It was. It's almost done. Like the interview, like the whole process, it's almost done. We don't have that, but we do have other stuff, thankfully. Right. And it's stuff that we've brought up on the show before, and it's stuff that uh, directly involves 4.2, which uh, we have a live letter, and it's on the fucking 15th. Do you know why I'm angry about that, Sly? Why are you angry? You know what I'm doing December 14th at 8 p.m.? What are you doing? Star Wars. Oh, uh, yeah. I'm going to Star Wars yeah, at can, 8 p.m. the night before, and then I and then at I 3 a.m. You know, seven hours later is is the live letter. I can wait. But they did say mid December, and it literally is the 15th, as middle as you can get, pretty much, in this case. And we they didn't give any details, specifics. Just that's going to be about 4.2. It's 4.2 part one live letter. So we don't know anything else, but we'll right. be able to speculate a little bit. Uh, please look forward to it. We'll get to do that today based on the stuff we'll be reading from the Dual Shockers interview, which gives us a little insight mm-hmm. as to some of the stuff they're doing. First, let's do yep. the census, though. Yes. 
I always look forward to doing business and stuff because, you know, I, well, um, when I was told about it, I went to, went to Reddit, got the census data. I pretty much translated it, quote unquote, um, just made a new sheet. If you in chat want to follow along, I have a link to the data right here. It's a lot of data. Um, it's a lot of data. It's a lot of data. It's not. Well, it's the it's the same amount as we usually get. Um, very interesting, very very interesting as usual. Uh, what would you like to go over first? Uh, well, do you want to go in order of the data from the you know the general shorter... population data to advanced population data, the different tabs? Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. that's yeah. what I was thinking at the yeah. very least. Um, okay. I think for me the most interesting thing is last week with the show is literally about not having a show last week pretty much because right. we're in the middle of the content lull and you know how we've been getting through that and how we've seen other people progressing through that. So we mm -hmm. usually I don't know about you at least but we've in the past experienced you know major drop off in these unofficial sensei I suppose when it comes to sensei. this this time of the patch cycle it's it's just normal you know we don't really read too much mm -hmm. into it. But this was a surprising number because their fall off was much less severe than I would have anticipated. Give it another month, it'd probably be more severe. But even then, I'm at this point shocked that as many, you know, people are still, based on Lucky Bancho's unofficial thing, considered active, mm -hmm. I'd say. Right. Right. So the active number, it says in the first column, is 808,627. Now, do you happen to remember exactly what he does? I think it's like you need to be level 36. You need to have logged in. In the la I, I don't remember exactly what he does. Yeah, I don't remember the, I don't remember the rubric or what, what's required for this number to, to, uh, to be a part of this number. Um, yeah, there's a lot that goes into it. I, I just take, really, I just take it at face value right now. Well, some things I take at face value. Other things um, are kind of affected by, well, for example, uh, the, the Falcon Mount holders. Yes. Um, that's one, that's one that you really can't look too hard at because um, what was the requirement for the Falcon Mount? Pay 90 days within the campaign period. Pay for 90 days worth of subscription time within the campaign period. Like, I just had a recurring plan, and that's how I got mine. So, And you had people who did that but still did not get their Falcon Mount. So the, the number for Falcon Mount holders might be a little off. Uh, either give or take, I'm saying give. Um, so you the, the Falcon Mount holder number would, I think, be slightly larger. But I don't think... I don't really think that's in that's one of the more interesting statistics uh out of the entire data uh, we'll we'll get to the advanced and rating data but you know that's just oh I mean, there's it's, one it's thing interesting. chat already pointed out one thing i can't wait to hit on in the advanced population data okay it's about gilgamesh i'll just forewarn you all right as we are not congested anymore for good reason hooray yeah man so what, what, on, what on this did you think was the most interesting? So uh, here, I guess I could pull it up on the screen for those following along on the video. Uh, but which, are, which of these things, while I'm pulling it up, which of these things did you find the most interesting then? From the general? Yeah, from the general population data, the first tab of the thing that you linked. Well, I think the interesting thing um, to take a look at was started Stormblood. Because... Um, 
you you look at the comparison for i mean it, it could be um kind of based with you know general population uh, and what have you uh another thing you have to think about in terms of the people who started stormblood when you look at the north american number you you really have to think about all the and this is not not just north america but maybe worldwide all all the advertising oh yeah went that went into stormblood and um yeah you you i wish i had the older data i could probably open the older data i had to find it but um like the start of heaven's word as opposed to now like they had a they had a huge advertising budget uh th- this number includes all the you know the hardys and you know vincent kennedy mcmahon i was all, just all gonna that. say where where's the where's the where's the, the WrestleMania? all those subs we got from the from the wrestling campaign yeah from wrestlemania yeah so um yeah i thought that was an interest interesting number to see um clear 4.0 clear 4.1 not not too too interesting i mean you surprisingly 4.1 you um and they had a huge drop yeah yeah a huge drop off in comparison to 4.0 no for me i i'm looking at the old data the old lucky bunchos that's not that surprising to me when it comes Mm -hmm. to story patches um unless it has something really major locked away from it a lot of people do leave those like way in the Mm -hmm. past because i know people who literally just don't care about their expert roulette anymore they don't bother unlocking Mm -hmm. the new ones they just they do anything that's not expert roulette they'll they'll raid for the week they'll they'll do the 24 mans they 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 don't care they'll do anything except expert roulette so for me Mm -hmm. that's not that surprising um i still think that the i just think the active number for me of all the things like the very first call in the active number is definitely the most surprising even more returning Really? I mean, NA returning numbers, I expect that. Like, yeah, okay. So, specifically, I'm assuming you mean that NA had a registered 218,000 mm-hmm. returning. I'm not. That's our right. That's our MMO culture in North America. So many people are leavers and returners. They're MMO hoppers. Mm-hmm. That's just so normal in North America nowadays. For people to hop all around MMO to MMO to MMO to MMO. No expansion launched, mm-hmm. return. I see it happen so much that that... It's it speaks to our culture, but it is in no way a surprise to me. Right. I also feel like that number is not typed correctly. Why? Because sixteen thousand plus nine thousand doesn't equal forty eight thousand, but sixteen thousand plus twenty one thousand plus nine thousand nine hundred fifty four. It might have been a conversion error. Yeah, that's the thing. I just convert. I converted from JPG to to yeah. um or PNG to uh, Excel. Oh, okay. And it just fucked up. Yeah. So it's it's probably closer to 21,885. It's still way higher than, it's still higher than the other regions, which it still comes to my point, but it's not 218,000. No. That's uh, definitely not. That's an an error. That's an error. So, but still serves my point. No, definitely definitely the number of active under his conditions is still the most surprising to me. I would have expected it to be around 550,000 mm-hmm. right now, not closer to this, you know, 700 to 800,000 mark. Right. As much as Yoshida likes mm-hmm. to tout that we have the most concurrent subscribers we've ever had, and that was like after 4. Point, like around 4.1's time, I think it might have even been after. 
Um, mm -hmm. I still, I that shocks me. Just as someone who's been doing this for years, it surprises me. But I think that we have a reason for it based on even without looking at advanced population data. The number of people mm -hmm. who have cleared all of the story content is very low. It's usually indicative that of the active player base, people are just not rushing to do story. They're just like kind of playing at their own pace. So they log in enough to be considered active, but not enough to like be at this point where we see these huge numbers of people in Rolgers reach and stuff like mm -hmm. that. So I think, I think that that's, that le leads itself to this a little bit more, the influx of people for Stormblood plus the number of people who've actually completed stuff. There's a lot of people who are still working on stuff and that's all I take away from that. Yeah. Uh, Oh yeah, hold on. Hold on, what? Are you changing the two hundred eighteen thousand? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That's... Thank you for that editing that, me. Samuel. You're welcome. Yeah, thank you. Oh, thank you. Uh -huh. Then we get into advanced um, population data. Oh yeah, man. All right. What do you want to go over first? Because there's a lot to go over. Well, I know for, um, for me specifically, I'm interested. The, the very last tab rating data for each server is the most popular thing for me. And we'll, we'll get to that. But uh, originally, it should be. But you can. You are able to sort it out based on any, any, um, any characteristic. Uh, I have my own Excel sheet open so I can sort easily. Yeah, what did you want to look at first? I'm just so impressed at, and honestly, it makes me still think they need more servers. The EU data center, their active yeah. population, their current active population, the lowest server based on this unofficial census is 13,861. That's incredible. Like their, their population, like I feel like the European population just gets shafted on so much when it comes to mm -hmm. when people look at, you know, their communities and, you know, their, their numbers. This is in every way impressive. Obviously, you have the the servers that are new that had a, bun a ton of people, like Louis Soa mm -hmm. and Omega. Was it Omega? Was Omega one? Of yeah, Omega was one of the, the, the new ones, right? Yeah. Yeah, because they had to make Louis Soa after Omega, I think. Or Omega after Louis Soa, one, one or the other. And it's just, it's incredible to me. Now, Louis Soa did have the, like, the most number of transfers to... Yeah, man. Because it, it was it was uh twelve uh twelve hundred twenty six, um, and then you had Mandragore and Mateus who got who got quite a few uh, transfers as well. Oh god! So I turned yeah. on a filter, and uh, I don't think it I don't think it liked that. I was I a was temporary filter. Did you try to do a temporary filter? Oh yeah, I just clicked on I, and I just clicked sort sheet, and it just went to hell. Yeah. How do I like actually mm. do it? So this is. The way I wanted to. Uh, do, 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 do. You can do a temporary filter. Hold on, let me open up another. I um, guess actually, no. This, I guess this actually kind of does it. I was do. I did. I did Z to A, and it actually does what I want. It puts okay. the transfers, the number of transfers. Um, mm. I would very much believe that Gilgamesh has more transfers than this, because. <laughs> It says that the the Chaos Server Omega has the most transfers out. That I totally believe. Mm -hmm. People transferred in for the launch. They transferred out as soon as humanly Outs. possible. Yeah. Gilgamesh had... It says 567 transferred out. I can guarantee you that number is higher. 
like that this isn't picking up on a lot of the people who transferred out. Mm-hmm. I refuse to believe that only 567 people transferred out of Gilgamesh. <laughs> but it is higher than Baumung. You don't think that number's enough to warrant, you know, opening Gilgamesh back up? No! I mean... That number doesn't reflect in the way that the server actually felt. Yeah. Although a lot of people also made new characters on servers that weren't Gilgamesh instead of transferring, so they didn't lose their character. So Mm -hmm. that could be something to consider as well. But Mm -hmm. other than that, I mean, the the transfers out thing is interesting to me. The number of subscribed people per server is also interesting. Balmung sitting at, of course, a massive number. Like, Balmung, it says, has approximately 20,000 subscribed active players. And the second place to that is now Leviathan. Ooh. Cactar, Excalibur, and Gilgamesh sat at fifth. This, this really aggravates me when with the status, because <laughs> it was like, we were congested like when Leviathan, Cactar, Excalibur had all already surpassed us. And we were mm-hmm. sitting, We eventually, like, it says here that we were made uncongested. It was just, it pissed me off, man. <laughs> <laughs> that, that pissed me off. <laughs> pissed me off a lot, but it's, it's whatever. It's just that we, you can see we had a considerable drop-off point and that we weren't second place anymore. Right. We were still getting treated like second place, but we're not actually. And... I like that uh, the info is consistent in that Balmung has been congested since it launched as it has zero transferred in. <laughs> but as soon as Gilgamesh was opened, 300 people transferred back into Gilgamesh. They're like, I gotta get back in that server, please. Yeah. Yeah. This was the end of November, too, so it's probably even higher now that we're like a week in, or like almost a week into December at this point, too. Yeah, this this came out, what, last Wednesday? Thursday? Something like I want to that. Say Thursday. Yeah, I yeah. think it was last Thursday. So I think it was literally through November, uh, November thirty first or something like that. Oh man. Uh, yeah. I mean, is there anything here that you thought was particularly interesting? The the change, the change in population. Now, if you sort by change, you'll notice that a lot of servers had a negative impact. And only a handful had a positive impact. How should I sort this? A to Z or Z to A? Uh, largest to smallest. I guess Z to A then. Because yeah. the the first server that shows has it says comma eighty five, and that's Excalibur. So yeah, and that's conversion error. Yeah. But um, yeah, it, like I did it from top, and like I see all the negatives first. So oh, oh, a okay. lot. Oh, yeah, a lot of loss for a lot of servers. Yeah, I mean, I, I have to do A to Z for that one, so let me just yeah. flip it around real quick. Yeah, I mean, I, of course, we already mentioned that Omega, because people transferred on, and as soon as they could leave, they got... The, this is how I know the transferred out thing isn't 100% accurate, because you don't just decrease mm-hmm. by 5,000 on the preferred server. That's people mm-hmm. leaving or transferring out of some kind. So... They lost the most, and then you can see it with some other servers as well. Goblins, Zalera, like, all the servers that were preferred worlds, as soon as they weren't locked, a lot a lot of people left those servers. Yeah. Pretty much. Those are the ones with the highest change. Lich, Coral, Zodiac, and then Gilgamesh. 
Mm-hmm. Right up there with the preferred servers is our congested server, no longer congested server, Gilgamesh. Exodus, <laughs> Balmung. Where are all the JP transfers? Tomberry. Tomberry had like 664. It's barely anything. I was just doing I'm still salty. All right. We're, we're, we're open again, guys. <laughs> we're, we're, we're open again. And Hooray. some of these servers are going to get their preferred status back at some point. Uh, yeah. Um, which begs the question. They like Square has this data. Yeah. They have you, more accurate data off, than this. They have more accurate data than this. This is just unofficial data. Based off of what you see right now, do you see any servers making a change to, you know, opening their doors? To opening their doors? So you mean a server that's closed? Mm-hmm. Balmung is not changing anytime soon. Like Balmung okay. has I think we've we covered this in previous weeks, but the reason why Balmung doesn't have a massive amount of decrease, even it's it's one of the higher ones on the list, but compared to how congested it is, is because mm-hmm. the reason why people are there is not as artificial as the reason why people were on Gilgamesh. People were on Gilgamesh because it was the place to be if you wanted to raid. When that was no longer the case, it was locked, you couldn't recruit there anymore. That's why the, we had such a huge fall. Balmung is, right. I know we make the, the ERP joke, but it's a more community central server. So when people aren't leaving. That, that's, that's what you want to call it? No, it's community central. People aren't there because they, they need to be there to get the content that they want. But it is a central repository mm-hmm. for community-based content. Mm-hmm. So that's why their numbers don't fall off. That's why they don't go uncongested. And unless that changes and a new server pops up and becomes like, the official RP server, like a different one or an unofficial RP mm-hmm. server, that it's going to stay that way forever. It's just, I don't, I don't see, I don't know a future in which Balmung actually has its doors opened. Maybe by like summer of 2018, maybe by then they'll have bled enough people for it to be considered, but it's hard to imagine. But you take that and then you look at the inactive data. Like Balmung has, uh, one of the the highest inactive populations, second only to well in North America, second only to Leviathan. So you you think well, you think that would merit you know them opening their doors a little bit. I mean, you might think they they're thinking that maybe some of these inactives will eventually return. They will absolutely patch, return. Or, we're in the we're in the patch lull, and this was taken mm-hmm. at the end of November. So, for me, it means nothing at all that they have 3,359 inactive. Because almost, mm-hmm. because even with that, they still have more active players than most of the other servers. And those players will return when there's content. Right. So, and there's, it, it's, I, they'll be fine. I feel confident that Balmung, they, I have a feeling they are probably also suffering. One of the big things about being on a community-focused server is that you want to be welcoming new people into a community-based server, and they literally mm-hmm. are as is. There's no, which was a big argument with Gilgamesh, there's no injection of new members of the community to that server. Eventually, that can grow stale and make people leave or stop playing. So that will eventually reach a tipping point. It hasn't yet, though. They still have so many people that I, I don't think it's going to happen for them anytime soon hmm. all right so there's inactive what what else do we have is there anything else here that tickles your uh, fancy sly in terms of uh the advanced population data not really i mean we could all 
we can all kind of look at current population and who who has the biggest dick right now. Um, Tell me what's top on that list, Sly. You you shouldn't even have to sort it, Sly. Really? You know the answer is Balvon. Yeah, of course it is. I mean, don't forget, even Behemoth has more people than Gilgamesh now. Yeah, we do. How you doing? Top 10, baby. Number 10. Number 10. Genova lost its preferred status and everything, man. Even Genova had more people. I mean, to be fair, Genova doesn't surprise me. I'm pretty sure that's the server that Dodger, Strip, and JP. I'm pretty sure that's the server that they, they played on for, like, the past few years. So they probably had a huge surge of people. I don't know if that's still the case, but I know it was the case a while back. So... That doesn't surprise me all that much. Right. Okay. So, uh, yeah, Gilgamesh, we, uh, we're dead. <laughs> <laughs> you're, you're, you're number 13 overall, and you're dead. Yeah, we're dead. Yeah. It's actually been really nice having our doors open. Like, it's every time we see a Sproutling now, we're like, we love you. We love you. Oh, shit, wait, <laughs> never mind. He's RMT. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit, he's trying to sell me. He's trying to sell me Gil. Oh, no, I forgot their pack. Yeah, we've had to uh, we've had to deal with that. Okay, so let's move on to the last one, which is the rating. Oh data. yeah, baby. Mm-hmm. Man, were these Midas clear rates bad? You know what really shocks me? Actually, never mind. I was gonna say what really shocks me is the number of people who cleared Gordius but didn't clear Midas. I realize it's including people who have done it unsynced, and mm-hmm. Gordius unsynced is much easier than Midas unsynced. So, mm-hmm. But even then, like, that means these Midas clear rates are a lot closer to, like, what they were. And you mm-hmm. see even them versus Creator, and it's insane, man. Now, before we get ahead, um, well, I want to go ahead. I want to go ahead a little bit. Uh, I want to open this door a little bit, since this is relevant. Delta Escape. I mean, it's one thing to look at the raw number. And yeah, you're going to get all, like pretty much n- nine out of the top. Just say Japan's raw. better. All right. Just say it. I know it's what you're leaning into. I've got it in front of me. Or just say mm. Japan is better. Okay. We know it. Japan. It's always been true. It's more. It's just, it's just as true as it ever was. Okay. But the, the actual number, that's not the worst part. It's the percentage. The percentage is always the worst part, Sly. It has always been the worst part. It will forever be the worst part. Oh, North America. Why are we so bad? (laughs) Why are we so bad? Dude, look at this clear rate. EU doesn't pop up until, like... Wait, I'm colorblind. A Ragnarok server. 30... Yeah, 35th. No, no, no. They're in 20th. 20th. For clear... No, I'm talking... I'm talking about percentage. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 For for overall. Yeah. Yeah. So at least you're 25th. Congratulations. You're top 25. That means you would make a ranking on an NCAA ranking list. Congratulations. Thanks, man. Thanks, You're dude. welcome. I just want to say for North America and Europe having as much toxic motherfuckers as possible, we ain't got the stats to back this shit up that we're so good. <laughs> At least when someone's toxic Ooh. on the fucking Chocobo world, the, there's a over a one in four chance that they're actually good at the game. Or good enough at the game. 
Like, yeah, we were talking about this in Raid. It's one thing to be, you know, a little bit toxic and good. It's it's another thing to be toxic and bad. We're toxic and bad. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus. Oh, man. Like, and these aren't even like, a hundred, they may not be accurate because they're unofficial, but still, over I mean, they're, they're accurate to a they're accurate to a certain degree. The thing is, and the other thing about Chocobo that's even more fascinating, is it is both the highest number of clears and the highest percentage of clears. Because mm -hmm. someone in the chat brought up, but isn't that based on population? I'm like, yeah, but they also have just the straight up most clears. In yep. fact, the only, the only servers that really pop up higher on the list when just going with straight clears versus straight... Like, Gilgamesh is way up, way more up there, Leviathan's way more up there, but then compared to the population on those servers, like, Leviathan is 37th, and Gilgamesh is 25th. 25th. There are 20, well, uh, not 24, I was gonna say, we're not 25th, let me be clear, we're on the 25th line. The first line mm -hmm. is region, so we're, t we're actually 24th, just, just to be fair. But that means there are tw that 23 of the Japanese servers are ahead of us percentage-wise, and instead of... And in terms of just straight up numbers, at least seven of them. <laughs> and then Eid, <sighs> we uh, North America, we just stop talking shit, please. Like we are, we're, we're we look worse every fucking time you go into the you duty finder. Every time you go into the duty finder with your fucking ACT open and you talk shit to that red mage who's just trying to do his fucking daily expert roulette and our fucking clear rates are ass, we just look worse and worse by the day. Yep. <laughs> we it's just it's not nothing's helping. Just don't just we can't even don't just don't talk shit to our to us when we we are inferior, all right? That's all that matters. That's all it is. Uh, and, and then, of course, you you had the most recent elephant in the room, uh, Ultimate. I mean, this is this is pretty much no contest. We already knew this going in. Hey, Gilgamesh um, is third here. All right. <laughs> yeah. It's, anyway, it's, we're, it's, we're, it's, it's third, but it's also right one third of the two servers above us. And also... Um, What's probably what's interesting about Ultimate is anyone mm. who has it. This is probably among the because the way they do Delta Escape, I believe, is achievements, but achievements can be locked. So sometimes you do it based on the mount. I don't remember which one he's mm. doing for this one in particular. With Ultimate, um, ah, there's no mount actually. Never mind. Ultimate's a little weird because there's no mount to base it off of if their achievements are mm. hidden. So I mean, I don't think you can search by who has a golden bahamut weapons so i don't know because right. i can tell you on gilgamesh more than 20 people have cleared because it's not even a fucking it's not even divisible by eight so <laughs> and it's not just alts i can tell you for certain gilgamesh is more than 20 people have cleared but still and then and then behemoth uh being 10th and i know the eight people who have cleared on behemoth <laughs> just that one group that's that one group, and I know them personally. It's crazy to see, because what Ultimate actually shows us is how many people hide their achievements. Anything below Behemoth has people hiding achievements, because you have 7, 7, 7, 6, 5, 5, 4, 3, 3, 3, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1, 1 and then zeros. Hmm. 
you know, there, there's like in terms of sports, there's always this thing I, I have like with the NFL, we have our divisions. You have the AFC North, you have the AFC West, and then you have the AFC East or what's known as New England Patriots. In Final Fantasy, we, we have we have we have JP, we have EU, and then we have Gilgamesh. <laughs> that, that's pretty much it. Like Gilgamesh is in a in, in regards to rating. I hate to say it, but Gilgamesh is our representation. I just want to say, yeah, that uh, even with the servers that have people hiding achievements, uh, yeah. There's also yeah. the possibility of cross realms, like throwing these numbers off as well. Like someone, people being on different servers but in the same clear group throws it off a little bit. But right. I think that there's quite a few people hiding achievements here. NA is the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> That's a good one. Sly understands that I don't, but oh, yes, because the Cleveland Browns are shit. <laughs> I mean, I got that much out of it, but no, no, no. We we're we're the Jacksonville Jaguars. That's that's a better one. Yeah, we're Jacksonville. At least Jacksonville's well, Jacksonville's decent. So. I, I still but really you, enjoy looking at Creator, oddly enough, and then Chocobo mm-hmm. still shits on everyone. It's just great that Chocobo shits on everyone in every category. Pretty much. Uh, <laughs> Gordian. Gordius is kind of weird, though, because Gordius, like, you know that a lot of those are unsynced. So, like, I can't, I mean, I, I can't take those too much. But even when it comes to being unsynced, we have fucking five servers ahead of us, all right? Yeah. NA at least has one clear. Browns still don't have a win. Ah. Yeah, so that makes more sense to to sports fans than saying that makes things a lot a lot better for me. Yeah, it puts it a lot puts it a lot relative. Um uh, my server is I mean, not shitted on, it's already been flushed. <laughs> I like that. Can't you, yeah. Well, I mean, you know, you can still shit on it, just have to flush again. I mean, we could. You can look at this from an overall standpoint, but let's let's take it a bit further and um, let, let's go ahead and sort by just region. Let, let's 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 lessen the pain on ourselves a little bit. Uh, so I'm gonna do region first. Um, a to Z or Z day. You can do either. Because I'm doing well, I'm doing it on um, I'm doing it on Excel proper. Okay. And then, and I can tell you, uh, for Delta Scape, large to smallest. All right. So, when we look at ourselves, of course, the New England Patriots, Gilgamesh at the top, Leviathan second, Behemoth third. Hey, we're doing something right, Behemoth. Primal boys. I can't well, display I the data in the same way. So, is there something that I should be dis- a way I should be displaying this? Uh, with um, Google Sheets, it doesn't allow you to. I don't think it allows the temporary to sort by two different. No, two I don't. different. Yeah, uh, it, it might. No. It so you would have, what you would have to do is you would have to sort do a custom sort by region first, and then. Um, by I did mine by clear delta scape, but I have it with me. Uh, of course, for North America, Gogamesh first, Leviathan second, being the third, Balmung fourth, Cactar rounding out the top five. I mean, I can um, I can kind of still get that data. It's just that it's not going to be in order. Yeah, 
Uh, and then when you go to JP, of course, Chocobo, Chocobo being the top of everything. And then Bahamut and Mandragora, Shinryu, Carpool. And then EU, Ragnarok, Odin, Cerberus, Moogle, and Shiva. Those are the top five for each individual region. Uh, I mean, to be fair, EU also does not have a whole heap and hell of a lot of servers. You just named half of them. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I mean, that's that's the unfortunate truth. I really think they need more servers still. Like, Luis and Omega were nice. I still think Europe could use more servers. Like, maybe yeah. just one more, but just... I, actually, I don't know. Actually, you know, it's probably okay right now. We have too many servers in North America is actually more the point that I kind of lean towards, but mm -hmm. that's that's just me. Another surprising thing on the North American front, in terms of clear rate, Zalera is not last. No. No. They are they are third to last. <laughs> yeah, Goblin so and Mateus are behind them. Yeah. <sighs> Proud of you, Zalera. Proud, proud of you. you. So proud. So proud. <laughs> uh, not really. Good job, though. You get a, you get a medal. Like a, like a bronze. You get a, you get a bottom place bronze medal. You're the third from worst. If it was a, if it was a competition of worst, you'd be third place. Right. <laughs> So, with this data, with everything that we got in this unofficial census, is there anything that sticks out to you? Is there anything that it tells you? Dude, Besides, can, can, you know, we, can we just stop disbanding after three polls and, like, teach people how to play the game? <laughs> you know why we can't clear shit is because people who want to learn how to play the game, they, they never get a chance, man. We just disband on the third wipe and it's done. And our numbers are gonna be shit until we stop. Until we start like actually, you know, being fucking decent human beings to each other. Mm -hmm. That's it. <laughs> like every time we get this data, it just makes us look so much worse every time. And you would think it would stop getting worse with each unofficial un uh, unofficial census, but no, it always gets worse. It always gets worse. It's because we have even more data to look at how bad it is. Right. It's not data. It's never data that like starts like going in the other direction. It's always mm. data that continues to support that mentality. Unfortunately, right. and don't get me wrong, the JP servers have disbands. Like they have, they have like skip sores and disbands. But like they're just so much better at like getting the idea of pro progress through to people. Versus mm -hmm. us, the fucking impatient, shitty Americans who need everything done fast or it's just whatever. You just shit. Hmm. That's it, man. Uh, let me go back over the data real quick. One <laughs> thing. And, yeah. Uh, well, the thing you have to realize in comparison to Gordius Midas and Creator... Um, Deltscape's way up there. It's a way up there. It's well, oh, people considered it in what, terms of difficulty. Less people have cleared. I mean, the thing is, I can't compare these creator numbers because they have unsync. Like there are unsync 
unsynced clears present in those. There are undoubtedly right. unsynced. The only place that there probably are not unsynced clears are Midas. And even then there are, but there's so few, they don't skew the numbers too much. As otherwise, it looks like yep. a shit ton more people what? cleared creator than, than Delta mm -hmm. Like Like across the board, almost every server. In fact, every single server, I think, has more creator clears. Which is not that... Considering it's been out for longer, it's not that big a surprise even before considering Unsync, but that definitely throws the number into flux. Yeah, because there's no, like, people don't really have any reason to go back and clear Minus other than, you know, for shits and gigs. Um, no, man, there's a minion. Hey, Brute Justice was an experience, okay? Did you watch a video first the second week content is out? Dude, I saw my name being dropped the day it came out. <laughs> I put up a kill <laughs> I put up a kill video. I put up a kill video and within like before the end of my stream the same day, go to Party Finder, watch Mr. Happy's kill video. No, you'll see that like the the minute the patch comes out. Like it's, I, yeah, it's so I haven't even put a video up yet and people have, are posting party finders that say that. Go watch Mr. Happy video. Yeah. Guys, it's a meme. Alright? Just it's a meme. <laughs> It's a sign of the times to tell us how toxic we really fucking are. I'm just yeah. saying. The numbers speak for themselves. <laughs> that's, all, that's all I'm saying. Stop being toxic, North America. Like, I just, we're, we're better. I, there's a reason why I like to make the guides. It's because I like to experience the fights before anyone else makes a guide. <laughs> so right. just start doing that and you'll, you'll, you'll be okay. Will, everything will be fine. Do uh, better, America. Just Please. get just get good, America. Get good. Get good. Just, yeah, we we just we just either that or just stop talking shit. All right, just one of the two. Uh, both or both. You know what? <laughs> we can be decent people in more than one way. No, we can't. But anyway, right. All right. So that covers the census for the YouTube video. I'll be sure to include the Google Sheet link that you provided me. As opposed to the official one, I probably should find yeah. the official one too, since you had yours had some conversion errors. Mm -hmm. But uh, Lucky not, Boncho, you demand. Yeah, thank you again, Lucky Boncho. I, I love getting my hands on this data every time, and you know I love translating it and doing all this, and then waiting data. for the conversions to get fucked up. Yeah, exactly. All right, so next up on the list, we have the DualShockers interview that came out, I believe, Wednesday morning. After he had had a show about nothing, the very next day an interview comes out. It's like fate. Just like tomorrow, I'll have another interview coming out. Mm -hmm. And, you know, we could have used it for today's show. But now we have it for next week. Hooray. Hooray. So the DualShockers interview is interesting because we're... we're rounding out about seven or eight weeks out from 4.1 so we're at almost the halfway point before we before 4.2 which is going to be signified by the december 15th live letter about 4.2 and mm -hmm. there's quite a few hot topics regarding 4.2 that we haven't heard anything about so the dual shockers interview asked some questions about those and we'll be able to uh we'll be able to go over what they said and some of our thoughts on that um, one of the first ones is the squadrons. I don't know about you, Sly, but as much as I already had everything leveled, so for me, squadrons aren't that big a deal. But even now, squadrons are still like a top tier leveling resource, even because even after they fixed engage. I still don't care about them. 
And I ultimately feel that way too. So this first question about plans to expand it, um, plans to add features like taking on special missions as well as which dungeons you can challenge. What it says word for word. Mm -hmm. So Sly, mm -hmm. I want to ask you a very simple question. Mm -hmm. What the fuck is a special mission? And why is it any? Why would I do it any more of a reason than the same reason I do, or don't do dungeons? That is a good question. One I can't answer in. Well, no. One I can maybe make an educated guess that in the end it won't be that special. <laughs> like it, it like, special. It's false advertising. It's false advertising. Um. I'm kind of thinking that it's going to be something that the original squadrons were. You just send them on a special mission that you have no interactivity uh, with whatsoever. So it's not going to be like a dungeon that you go in with them. So it sounds like guild hests with, with your squadrons as opposed to dungeons with your squadrons is what you're trying to make. Yeah. It's what you're starting to make it. You think it is. Guild hests, but no interactivity. They just go do a guild hest. No, I think I think it'll be interactive, but I think that these special missions will be more along the lines of a guild hest activity. Like, you mm -hmm. know, it's just a Malboro, and it has that Malboro does something, you know, speaking of the one with the bubbles, for example. Mm -hmm. um, missions like that, as opposed to dungeon. But still, is there any reason for me to do this? Like... Outside of the emotes, there wasn't much in the way of like, hey, it's a really good idea to get your squadron to level. It, it didn't feel like I, there was a real meaning for me to get them to 60. Unless they incentivize it. Like, I don't see any real real purpose to doing it. And that's my problem with squadrons. It's, it's, I think it's great. It's one of those features that like is not useful for me, but I see how many people it can be useful for if they use it in the way that... It's, you know, even bef before with engagement, even now without it, it's still a good leveling method. That's not Palace of the Dead. It's right. just, uh, I don't think that's, was their intended use for it in the first place. I don't think that was the reason they made Squadrons, was to give people a solo leveling option. I think that mm -hmm. just ended up being what it was, the only thing it was good at. Right. Yep. Still, personally speaking, don't. I haven't even seen my squadron. Don't remember who half of them are. You go back and there, they're still doing push-ups. You're just like, oh, shit. How many have they done? Like, that Lala is probably swole by now. Lala swole. Yeah. Um, and then more dungeons. Fantastic. I still don't know why you only have level 50 dungeons when your squadron members go up to 60. Yep. They, I feel like they just <laughs> lifted the cap on that because they wanted what to add you, dungeons. What do you think the next dungeon will be? I don't know, man. I, like, I'd imagine they'll do more of the low-level dungeons on that list, but higher-level dungeons start having, like, things that okay. actually happen on boss fights. And even just thinking mm -hmm. of the Tonberry King, like, even with engage spam, like, not being a bug anymore, you still need to engage spam on him to stop your squadrons from being fucking stupid. Yeah. What's that? Eight new ads have spawned. Well, let me just go attack those real quick. Yeah. I don't have much uh much in the way Orm of Vale? expectations for more dungeons. Orm Vale? No, please. Very serious. No, they have other plans for Orm Vale, according to them. <laughs> 
They've got other plans. Actually, the other plans come from a live stream Yoshida did the other day where uh, they he mentioned um, mounts for specific uh, for doing a specific dungeons with a specific job. And like, so mm-hmm. let's say you get a, uh, or a job emote, my bad. So if you want the Dark Knight emote, you have to beat Orm Bale a hundred times with Dark Knight. And you do that for all 15 jobs. So imagine doing 1,500 Orm Bales for all your job emotes. <laughs> yep, that's, that's 10 pounds of nope in a five pound bag right there. I thought you were going to say 10 pounds of nope in a five pound bag of go fuck yourself. <laughs> because <laughs> that's what i was thinking <laughs> and some people were like oh and they're gonna have to make them synced because they want more people doing this dungeon right right so they're gonna be synced also sly it's making you more excited <laughs> less excited <laughs> again nope just no 10 pound bag of nope 10 pounds of nope and a five pound bag get that on a fucking shirt please okay or on a bag anyway just like literally can somebody get make slight just a just a bag a five pound bag Mm -hmm. that says nope on it you can just hold it's like the cup everyone says that like my care cup is empty and it just says care cup and you never fill it with anything yeah there you go yeah Uh, uh, and then they asked if we could get our retainers as squadron members, which is something we've discussed before. And they said, uh, no, they don't, they don't want it. They're not doing it. They're not planning on doing it. Well, fuck that. All they right. said they might make it so retainer details can be copied over to squadron members, uh, and that it would take a while to do because they're two completely different interfaces and systems that would need to be linked, but they'll relay the idea. <sighs> It wouldn't still wouldn't make me do squadron. My hey, my retainers. As much as I don't really like messing with my retainers, they're more useful than my squadron is. I don't need to demote them. These motherfuckers can solo Magomag and shit, and just come back to me with items. My squadron's like, sorry, we couldn't do this level forty operation because our fucking I strength wasn't high enough or some shit. You worthless motherfuckers, worthless. Um, they asked the question about Raw Blonde, they couldn't answer, because it was spoiler, it was like spoiler territory. So, yep. uh, then they asked about, you know, another spoiler related thing with Yishtola, so again, we won't really go into that. Um, yep. next we have, a PvP question. Sly, before the show started today, we saw a very interesting video on PvP. Yes, we did. So, Sly, have you ever been in the feast and seen, uh, Speed Hackers? Of course. I've seen them. I've seen them as well. For those who don't know, they're people uh, who they hack into the game and they change their character's movement speed values so that they can outrun you pretty much. And whether they're a healer or a DPS or whatever, it's obviously advantageous to be able to move faster. So they're hackers. Right. Somebody, uh, somebody brought that in the rival wings. Please tell me you have the video up. No, I don't. I don't want to show it. I don't want to... I don't want to show how OP it is, and then people go, shit, I want to do that, too. People already do it anyway, so might as well. Yeah, they did it in an oppressor. The suppressor made those made two cruise chasers look like bitches. He's just like, oh, I'm sorry, Did you, were you chasing me to try and uh, stop me from firing these missiles? Uh, yeah, no, it's... see ya. 
mech's looking really good right now, folks. Thanks. Again. Again, this is making Shatter look really good. I'm just saying. I've seen it in Shatter too, but in Shatter it doesn't matter as much because really you're gonna you're gonna teleport to a crystal and it's not gonna matter. Here, if you were to teleport or speed hack an oppressor into a base and just not get hit by anything outside of when you're firing the missile, mm -hmm. you will win the game. <laughs> you will you will win the game. <laughs> If you teleport to a crystal and shatter, you will not necessarily win the game. So don't get a lot of credit. Yeah, yeah, a little bit. Not on the big ice, but on the small ice, yeah, that would play a bigger role maybe. on that. Yeah, maybe a little bit. Yeah. Um. So yeah. the question in particular, though, was about. Uh, <laughs> he very quickly says, "Yo, I would love realm versus realm, but never mind." It's like your <laughs> piano's like, "Yeah, we're not doing that shit." But uh, he wants to know what the metrics look like. So um, number, of number of people doing PvP is important. They said they, there are three goals right now. Pushing out rival wings, uh, making mm -hmm. modifications to the existing rule set, and then, uh, what's it called? Um, they want to refine the time for specific content that's available. And this is a concept I had forgotten about. I don't know if you remember this, but Naoki Yoshida had presented the idea of ranked matches only being doable within certain hours of the day. So if you were looking to raise your rank, if you played during those hours. We spoke about this. Yeah. And our thing that this would screw a lot of people that regarding um, time zones and when they have access, um, access to play, like, like because of work and other priorities that they have to do. Yeah, a lot of people who are hardcore PvPers would be screwed. So I don't think it would be like having having a limited time per day uh, PvP mode wouldn't be feasible. I still think, and they've actually brought this up too, but not in the interview, that all they need is just make it so if you don't PvP, you lose rank. It's like the most simple thing that isn't in our, our, our ranked PvP yet. I don't understand. Mm -hmm. they, they've mentioned doing it at least finally but i don't understand why that was not something that was almost immediately added in within the first season or two it is mm -hmm. like a crucial thing to make sure that people need to keep participating in the pvp and you know they have so begs the question are we and when are we getting decay in PvP? We better get in for like it. Four point two is kind of a weird time to do because it it's right smack dab in the middle of a season. So four point two five be more, more like it. Mm -hmm. But like, I feel like any game where you have a ranking system, you have to make it so if you don't play matches, you lose rank. You can't just get to the top and sit there. I say five point oh. I say like, damn Sly would be no faith whatsoever. Like I say, this is going to get put on the shelf so many times that it will only like it's it's important now, but like everything else will um, overshadow its importance and we won't get until 5.0. And something will happen before 5.0, though, is they want to start official tournaments to create motivation for people to play PvP. That's good. That's fine. Again. Don't put a time limit on D. Well, meh. What do you mean don't put a time limit on? 
I mean, it's an official tournament, so they're. I mean, it, the it, match it, has to have a time limit slide. They can't make it so the match goes until people have the maximum amount of medals. It would never work. Right. Like, yeah, this would this would be fine for something you know, like within a certain window of a day or something. But yeah, like, yeah, yeah. I, I mean, that's it's different. Yeah, I like like yeah. qualifiers being a certain hour of the day or something like that. Yeah, mm-hmm. okay, I understand. Yeah. That. Um, plan to incorporate all those things through 4.x, except for the, the decaying thing. That's only an idea they mentioned in a different interview a while back. So that's Again, not something I not, not until 5.0. Please no look forward faith. to it. No. Hi. None whatsoever. Um, I, the, <laughs> you are really, like, I can't even get to the next point because you're just like, nope, not, nope. Yeah, you're, uh, you're, you're, what's his name? And, um, in that movie, uh, in the car, it's like, no, no, no. Hell no. No, I'm... No. No. What movie is that? Uh, the one with Bruce Willis and... Yeah. Um, what's, yeah. I forgot. I forgot the name of it. It was I, a meme. It was for memes. I love that meme. I've, I've used yeah. that meme many number of... times. Just a great number of times. I just don't remember the name of the movie. Uh, right. What's it called? So, then they confirmed they're doing the uh, text-based storyboard for the... Fit, is it really Fifth Element? Uh, text-based storyboard for the expansion packs opening trailer. So, they're mm-hmm. working on the next expansion already. We no, that's not a surprise to anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, they talk about working on the 24-man. This isn't... I don't think this is the interview. There was a different interview that I feel like... Did I scroll past this thing? I don't see the, the housing thing anywhere here. The housing was first. The housing thing was one of the first things, so you probably... Oh, okay, we'll, we'll go back to that thing, because that's, a uh... Yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 you're right. I, accident, I somehow scrolled past it by accident. Yeah. All right, we'll go back to that because that is probably the longest thing. I don't know how. I guess it when I opened the page, the last time I had it opened, it remembered where I was and it cached me there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it must have been because it yeah. started me at the population balance question when I opened the page. Okay, we'll go back yeah. to that then because that's probably the longest topic that's on here. Um, and then finally, uh, they asked if Viera would <laughs> be in the game. Confirmed for 5.0. Like, let's let's just go ahead and confirm it. Um... It says it's top secret conversations how the fuck <laughs> is that confirmation oh we don't we don't talk about that stuff publicly or i'll get killed oh so it's confirmed confirmed what the f- i mean we didn't get a new race for storm blood so it'd be it'll, like per the schedule it, it would logically be the next the following expansion so 5.0 yeah we're we're probably gonna get it here i don't think so Either that, if we do, their feet are going to be, like, fucking normal. And so they're going to do something about those ears. So, that's not going to be the VR you want them to be. Even if they are there. So, get fucked. Anyway. Uh, So, going back to the top, because this was Mm -hmm. kind of the big thing that people discussed when this interview came out, uh, is regards to the housing situation. Now, uh, Sly and my free company were fortunate enough to transfer an existing house to Shirogane, which opened yes, up an old were. house slot, so it was the same amount of housing that was taken up, just we were mo- we moved to a new location. Mm-hmm. Um, so they just say, you know, just have wasn't enough housing, so what are you doing at 4.2? Uh, they just said they couldn't meet the demand, so they said their current the current thing they're working on, reviewing the percentage of active players who own housing as well as the number of active free companies that do not own housing. 
And from <laughs> there, work to add appropriate amounts of additional wards to all four existing housing areas in 4.2. One, I feel like this is good, but at the same time, I feel like it's redundant. I mean, we all have already have dem um, demolishing of uh, inactive you know, player personal player houses. I don't know if they go for FC houses as well. I'm pretty sure they it's do. all houses. If a house hasn't been used in in 45 days, I'm assuming there's not like uh, you know, sometimes for natural disasters they mm -hmm. they make it so like that automatic demolishing thing just goes away. Like I know they did that for the hurricanes uh, this mm -hmm. last year. But uh, so I feel yeah. so I feel like um, demolishing kind of takes care of that already. Well, demolishing um, takes care of what? It precisely like all of the things I just said. Because like they're they're saying inactive FCs, active FCs, and like it takes care of inactivity. Well, the thing so that's, that's interesting to me is they're directly comparing active players mm -hmm. who have a house to mm -hmm. active free companies that do not. Which tells me that something along the that makes it easier for free companies would be the priority there. If they're looking specifically at free companies that do not have housing. Otherwise, why would you say that? We know there are changes coming in 4.2 mm -hmm. to the housing and the way it's obtained, which they mention next. They're going to be changing the purchasing system, but they don't want to give anyone details until it's closer to releasing because they don't want people trying to prep for it in certain ways. Which everyone seems to think it's going to be a lottery system where you put your name in a hat, and if your name gets pulled, then you have the option, hey, go pick a house. Which has its pros and cons as well. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We always, we always reach this avenue of what would be a good long-term solution for housing. Now that you bring this up, and this is going to sound so stupid, but a it would definitely be more data, but an FC ward and a personal ward. I mean, that's what people have been saying for the longest time. But ultimately, there comes the issue of is there doesn't matter. Is there even fucking enough housing for that? I mean, then how much more housing do you need when you do them for both? If they don't have enough housing as is, what are the odds that they add enough to even remotely accomplish that? I feel like it would accomplish that because you're, it like would, right but now, but the problem is they still need to add more houses, which is a, a, a like, and that's the limited thing. It doesn't matter if they separate the wards if they still don't add enough houses, especially when people are still able to buy both a free company and a personal house. Which means they then go to two different wards anyway. How, how much, yeah, well, yeah, you got to think about the people who are going to do both, an FC and a personal. And then exactly how many people not just were able, were able to do a personal house. Like how many people are going to do a personal house? How many people, you know. Almost everyone does a personal house. Almost everyone who plays this game who is cool qualifies wants a personal house. If that wasn't mm. true, we wouldn't have as much outrage as we do every time housing goes up. That's just because it's combined with the FC. Exactly. Like, yeah, FC and personal. Like, it's combined. 
I don't think I think if we did end up doing this, it wouldn't be as big an issue. I really honestly don't. I just don't think there's any way that separating them. I think mm-hmm. that it's good for the sake of a free company isn't immediately standing next to another like 20 individuals trying to get the same plot. Mm-hmm. It's a free it's if you're if there's anyone else standing by that plot, they are a free company. So it limits the the number the types of people who will compete with you directly, but it's still not mm-hmm. going to be enough. I don't know. I feel like we'd have a lot of overflow with that. You'd have a lot of houses left if we put the system in play. We wouldn't. There's just not enough. Or you end up in a situation where the individual houses are all tapped and there's free company houses left that people go, well, why can't I just buy that? Mm. Yeah. It's it's not a bad idea. It's just also not going to solve anything. Mm. Outside of making it so that a free company won't get dicked out by individuals buying out houses. Free companies mm. can only get dicked by other free companies buying houses. And it also depends on the server, like server pop and, you know, active player base yeah. and all that yeah. shit. That would have been a good statistic or, um, yeah, a good... If it was if it was obtainable via unofficial yeah. census, which it's definitely yeah. not. Yeah. Um, so they're going to be adding equal numbers of plots to all four housing areas as a reminder, not just Shirogane, despite that being kind of the point of the question. Um, then they ask if it would be possible to add houses or wards dynamically based on demand hey a ward is full generate a new ward or make it so it sends a signal now i know that's possible to do in other games because there are other games that do it fun Mm -hmm. fantasy 14 is a bit denser in terms of population than other games though right so yoshida's worry is that it would create strain because a server then has to automatically generate a shit ton of data. It's not generating one house, it's generating an entire ward. And you have to set it up so that that server does the entire thing, creates a copy, and the copy is stable dynamically. And I think Mm -hmm. that's where his concern is in terms of server stability, because there's a lot that can go wrong when you leave a machine to do all of that automatically, especially when data can get corrupted during the creation process and shit. And, uh, yeah, he just said no. <laughs> but he's like, we could do it, but it would it would probably fuck everything up. <laughs> no, we could do it, but no. It's like, I mean, yeah, it's like, you know, they're not able to create a system uh, because, you know, they want to avoid a compromise of stability. It's like a fear of the unknown stopping them. However, there's there's hope yet for more at least decent housing. Apartments. Mm-hmm. One of their future future programs is to have multiple sizes for the apartment. But is that really a long term? I mean, it's something we want. Yes. It's something we can generate a lot more of apparently because it's because it's being generated in an enclosed space in an instanced area as opposed to being generated in a field. It apparently uh, it's a little easier to do. But you know what the response to that is? Fuck that. I want a house. I don't want a goddamn apartment. I want a house. Man, just think about that. If we never had individual houses and we had apartments, 
And there was like mm-hmm. there was no like oh you know free company house is big and then your personal house is you know smaller. If they just were never mixed and apartments were introduced as the individual like that wouldn't what you just described wouldn't have happened. But that's because it's a possibility. It's kind of it's well why would I want that? I just want a normal house. Right. Especially when they confirmed in a different I think in that same thing they mentioned the Armvale hundred runs thing. I think they said that doing an outdoors is kind of rough. Because, like, an outdoor for an apartment, like a balcony, that allows you to do things like gardening and shit would be kind of rough. Because they basically would need to create an entire outdoor area, not an instanced outdoor area. Because that's how the gardening items are. They they, they basically are registered into a housing outdoor area. I don't know. It's like, he described the entire programming process and, like, how how the items are identified on the server. And that creating that that instance is... uh, Land man, yeah. Actually, no. It mentions it right here too. Due to this, we cannot sup- apply land management to an apartment, as its processing is the same as the house interior. They basically need to create two separate processing processes, I guess, within one place in order to add a terrace, and that's fucked up. A lot of work. A lot of work. I just want to patch in. What about a patch inside the house? Fuck the terrorists. Just give me a patch inside the house that counts as outdoors. Fuck it. Maybe in the maybe in the large apartments, which is what they're going to be working on. Small, medium, large apartments. Mm. I'd be cool with the idea of you start with the small apartment and you can do like quests and bring materials to like get the larger one as opposed to just buying it. I'd be mm. down for that. Uh and yet, so ultimately, all we've learned is there's going to be more houses and eventually more apartments or, or better apartments. And then there's one other thing in the interview that kind of brings this conversation full circle. Um, they ask about Ishgard housing. And right now, the answer is nah, but. <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> do you okay do you think Ishgard housing would kind of take the strain and the heat off of Shiragane housing and how how I wouldn't say badly implemented it was in the beginning but you know how there was a lack thereof I mean because people obviously if you give people another option you know it's going to kind of split the population who will be buying houses and you know it, it gives them another option you you didn't get shiragane i know it's what you wanted but hey we got we got ishgard and i know some some people are gonna say fuck that and you know i still want shiragane but at the same time i know there are some people who still want ishgard slide i'm gonna i'm gonna give you the hard truth here okay if one housing district is full Okay. And another one still has houses available. You mm-hmm. throw what you want away and just get something. You know what Ishgard is? Something. Something. All it would do, it's basically the same effect as adding more wards. It's for the people who didn't get housing the last time around. Hmm. And then there are people who will move to Ishgard from the old housing, and then you have to go fucking looking through all the other wards before other people find them, yada yada. Now, is that a reason not to make Ishgard housing? No. No. 
But it's yeah. in terms of problem solving, it does about as much as adding a new ward or adding a series of new wards. Maybe it's easier for them to generate data for like once it's made, like once they've gone through the design process and the programming process. Maybe it's easier to generate a shit ton of wards for a new housing area on the mm -hmm. server. I doubt it than it is to just add wards to the old ones. But I think that it doesn't do anything. <laughs> It's a nice idea, though, and I suppose basically every time people have asked about Ishgard housing in the last year, he goes, "Maybe when it's less snowy, because their their city is kind of shit right now, guys." <laughs> He's like, you know, they're still kind of rebuilding after the thousand year long war. Things kind of aren't put together. Yeah, we, haven't, we haven't heard from them in a while since the Dragon Song War. It's been we we kind of been dealing with other shit. I mean, once we. Once we kind of bring it to light, story-wise and lore-wise, and maybe, like, I think improvements are coming soon to Ishgard's where, you know, it would actually be a place where you want to live, even though it's the ghetto right now. Yeah. The th Yoshi P, uh, when, last time he said something along those lines, he said, maybe when the ice melts. And everyone took that as a, oh, shit, Ishgard's going to thaw out. Like no one, no one even heard like the the whole if, maybe if. one day if it, they're just like, well, he said if, so clearly that means Corthus is gonna completely thaw out. So, but who doesn't want to live in a winter wonderland though? I mean, I was just in Canada, but it's not that cold in Canada right now. So right, that's 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 all I know. I don't I don't I don't know anything else. I just know that. It's cold and not fun, and I don't know why people live in Alaska, so I don't know why the fuck anyone want to live in Ishgard, man. I just I don't know why people want to live in Alaska and shit. So it's like it's fucking cold, man. Other than other than it's 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 isolated. It's quiet. It's nice. Quiet. Good fishing. Good fishing. Yeah. Okay. All right. That's no. Nobody cares. <laughs> Nobody cares. All right, and that was uh, everything from the DualShockers interview. So, Sly, is there anything else that happened in this last week that you want to hit? You want to hit on before we uh, we wrap up the show this week? Mm, not much. Pretty much. Um, kind of looking forward to whenever I had to look on the lodestone, but whenever we're going to get Starlight. Starlight should be happening uh, soon. Yeah. Oh, there's one other thing. The Dragon Quest, uh, the Dragon Quest event is back, isn't it? Yeah, we talked about that. Um, yeah, but week. I mean, like, it's like all the way back. I don't think it was actually out last week because it was it was mm -hmm. on its way, but now it's actually back, and it's back until the 14th, so about nine days from now. Right. Yeah. <laughs> what if Ishgard thaws out and it just floods everywhere else, man? We'll call the. I know. I have a great idea. We'll call the expansion uh, Final Fantasy XIV Cataclysm. It's never been done before. Final Fantasy XIV and Inconvenient Truth? No, no, no. Cataclysm. It's never been done before. Mm. Sure. I'm calling it. There you go. Or if you believe in flat Eorzea theories, it'll just fall off the planet. Anyway. But not but not on, not on the nearby star. The nearby star is round. We have proof of that. Right. Definitely. Got it. Uh, also, free login campaigns going on right now. Uh, if, well, but Sly, you got excited when I said that. Yeah, because I just remembered that because we just talked about it in the raid. I was like, wait, there's another one. 
So for anyone who doesn't know what the free login campaign is, it's been done a million times before, but they're doing it again. Uh, you get up to 96 hours of login time. They say up to because odds are you won't be playing the game 96 hours straight. But uh, and of course, you may not use all 96 hours in the first place. So users who have so this only applies to users who have previously purchased and registered 14. All registered mm -hmm. service accounts that are set as inactive during the campaign period and registered service accounts must have been inactive for at least 30 days. So if you deactivated your account before the first day of November, so sometime in October, then you would qualify for this campaign. Uh, it started last Friday and it's going to be going until January 4th. So as and as soon as you log in for the first time, you have 96 hours from that second free login time, pretty much. Uh, ends as soon as actually it's not even 96 hours it ends on the fourth day at 11:59 local time so theoretically if you logged in at like I guess 11:55 on the first day and then three days go by and you're on the fourth day and <laughs> and then and then four minutes go by you get fucked. <laughs> so don't do that don't log in at 11:55 p.m. Uh, Pacific. I'm sorry, sorry, local time. It is actually your own local time, not Pacific time. Mm -hmm. Just don't do that. Just log in, like, at its reasonable time, so you don't get completely fucked out of the fourth day. Alright, log in at, like, log in at, at 12.01. Get the full four days, and then go back to sleep, because you're not, you're just, you're normal. You got a job the next day. Fuck yeah, it. Or much. it's Christmas, and you don't, so fuck it. And you mm -hmm. don't, you don't, you're not gonna go see family. Fuck that. <laughs> you're gonna play video games. Like a real nerd. There's also a link to the actual client download on the website, and there's a bunch of notes regarding when it when it starts. You know, all there's just a bunch of like little things here that you can read on it. But uh, yeah, free login period if you are interested. Uh, I think that is it, though. So I don't see anything nope. else of particular note. Particular note. Hey, we got a show next week, right? Yeah. Guaranteed. Yeah. Guaranteed. Guaranteed. I mean, it'll. I'm. I'm hoping some other stuff happens other than that. But I am interested in going over what uh, Sudosan has to say with. Uh, same. Yeah. Same. Same. I hate same. when people say same. Don't you agree? I know. Said it. Don't. Don't. Doesn't everyone in the chat agree? I don't. You guys hate it when people say same. That's bait. Same. You typed it wrong. No. I just didn't want to say same. Ah, you. Ah, you. Alright, there you go. That's bait. Anytime I ever need lots of Twitter responses, I just I just tweet that out. I hate it when people I hate it when people just say same when they agree with you. Don't you guys agree? Same. Agreed. Similar. Yep. Yep, 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 yep and yep. All right. So on that note, though, I think we are uh, good to wrap things up, Sly. Yes, we are. All right. Well, then, why don't you uh, why don't you tell the ladies and gentlemen where they can uh, find you at? You can find me at twitch.tv slash Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox. You can find me on Instagram at Sly, a.k.a. Gray Fox 07. You can find me on Twitter at Sly the Fox. YouTube, youtube.com slash development room. Facebook, facebook.com slash sly aka gray fox and both mike and i have a really busy weekend ahead of us um yeah friday friday is uh dauntless sharpen your skills uh saturday for me i still have to do snt saturday and then for like half the day and then 
somehow, some way do uh, the Monster Hunter beta, which we're going to be doing for the next three days. And yeah, yeah so we, we won't have a life, will we, Mike? No. Mike? No. You don't sound so excited. You're not excited for, like, Dauntless and Monster Hunter? We're, we're going to be hunting all weekend, man. It's going to be busy. That's all I got to say. It's going to be busy. Uh, but where, can they, where can they find you and all the, the busy work? Uh, you can find me, Mr. Happy 127 Twitter, Twitch, Facebook, YouTube, Instagram, all those all those fun places. Yeah, mm-hmm. uh, I'm still working through Waifu Blade Chronicles 2, which I will not finish before Friday, by the way. And that's fucked. Um, so Friday, as you said, Dauntless, Sharpen Your Skills update. Day before Monster Hunter World Beta. Final Fantasy XV is also getting the Switch Your Bros update before the 13th, which is when Episode Ignis comes out. Um, then December 14th is Star Wars. December 15th is the live letter. I'm going back to New Jersey on the 16th. And on top of that, if you're fans of Hearthstone, if you're fans of World of Warcraft, the Antorus raid on Mythic, you have that. Hearthstone has a new expansion coming out. I think Blade and Soul has a new expansion coming We're fucked! You got a busy December, everybody. Merkrim. I hope that there's no like beta for like Dissidia or Fighter Z or Dra- Dragon Ball Fighter Z or anything this month. You say that, and it actually will happen. I said I hope it doesn't. No, no, no. You just wished it to happen. So thanks. I didn't wish anything. I said no. No, you, no. But by saying that, it's going to happen. So thanks. You. You. You You said it. At least wait till like the end of December. And then you're fine. Because Monster Hunter Bay is only four days. Dauntless probably spend about the same number of days total. And then with Mm -hmm. 15, I don't know what the fuck I'm doing. Don't know yet. Don't know yet. I mean, January is still more fucked. That's. Yeah. January is way more fucked than December is. Okay. Mm hmm. So that's, uh,. Yeah. By the time yeah. I finish growing my beard back, then uh, my life will be twist-turned upside down. That's it. That's what it's going to be. All right. Let's let's uh, let's move on over to the post-show. Then after I do the slide, you were shaking your head no. I was literally saying it. You didn't even wait for me to say after we did. I'm talking about that Fresh Prince reference. Kind of oh, thing. okay. All right. I took you a while before you you seemed to react to the Fresh Prince reference. It took you a while. So I thought you were talking about the other thing. You were like. It took you a while. There you go. Just get to it. I'm doing the sponsor list, Sly. Just go, go, ahead, go ahead. All right. So. Uh, okay. Now you threw my, my whole my whole spiel is off now because of you. All right. So before we wrap up the show, let's thank our sponsors for Stay in the Realm. Those of you, those of you supporting... Uh, us over on Patreon with hashtag demonetize. Shout out your name. Sly, we're going to even be adding in some more stuff for them. Stuff that was close to the chest last week, remember? Yeah, can, we, can we say it? Why can would I say it? this if we weren't going to say it, Sly? Uh, okay, thank you. Say it. So uh, we're going to be adding in a few things. Obviously, we have weeks like last week where there's Darren Dick all. All right. So uh, we're going to be, by the way, hashtag demonetized. 
Uh, we're going to be allowing certain uh, sponsors to help uh, give us discussion topics on weeks that uh, are like that. In general, they're going to give us discussion topics, but it'll be very valuable on weeks like last week where there's not a whole lot to talk about. Um, something that's you know brimming in the community or it's a curious topic. So that system will be incorporated sometime this month. Um, on top of that, there's going to be some other stuff over there. So uh, be sure to check it out. If you are a sponsor, go get educated. I sent out a message earlier today. So be sure to respond to it as soon as possible if you are already a sponsor. But anyway, we have uh, some peeps to thank. Uh, we have Eadric Redsteel on Exodus, Lexi Valentine, Mantaro and the Revivus Free Company from Zodiac, Marsh Techie, Sour Cream and Chives from Genova, Elisan Leor from Balmung, Renoa Chikara, Kira Rioshi, and I, for some reason they're missing half of them, and the Reckless Tea Party on Cactar. I don't know why half the name is missing on that one. Uh, Goisha Valfer of Siren, Jean-Francois, uh, we have Hirsch first of Fairy, Phoenix Stanford Company on Goblin, and Saren from Zodiac. Those are our standard sponsors. And then for our elite sponsors, we have uh, Ignis Faragun from Diablo Server, Valestra, Fanfret, Knock Cordage from Excalibur. And that's what they typed, so that's why I'm just repeating it. Uh, Krovos Moonscar, Nakuniyama, Balmong, Irina, Yvonne Blanc, Free Company on Zodiac, Johnny Odin of Tomberry, Private Mikey, Aqua Sacrifice, Obadil Shamsi, Spike, Rudy Rudiger, Nadine Kurosame, Kucha Cross of Genova Server, Ahmed Kurnai, Oni Abdullah, Tin Colossus, Killer Hackman, Raw Jr., Dark Light 2013, Arthur Millgame, Bishop, and Killtastic Jones. Thank you to all our sponsors. You guys rock. Thank you. It's going to be you New Mug rock. Month. It's going to be New Mug Month for some of you. Ooh. New Mug Month. Mug. Mugs. Mugs are good. Mugs are cool. Yes, they are. Anyway. I, I have the 30th anniversary Final Fantasy mug on the way. I ordered it a few months ago, and it just uh, the order just got confirmed. Because I think they were waiting until it was like actually available to confirm orders. And shit like mm. that. So uh, I'll have I'll have two. I'll have this fancy, fancy mug, and then I'll have the 30th anniversary mug. And it'll be brilliant. And then I can... The, uh, the, the redundancy of me sipping on... This is narcissist. Does this count as narcissism at this point, right here? Tad bit. Tad bit. Tad bit. What one was a one was a gift? Yeah. yeah. Well, you know. All right. Well, thank you, everyone. We're gonna move on over into post show, and uh, Kiryoshi just made themselves a uh, the, an elite sponsor. So I'm gonna shout you out real quick. See, I just yeah, thank up, you updated it. Thank you. Thanks. All right, and we'll see you next week with a real show. So uh, thank you, and uh, we'll see you then. <laughs> As opposed to this real show. As opposed as opposed to this real show. We'll we'll see you guys next week. God damn it.